I'm Meredith. And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family. Today we are sharing our 2020 TV resolutions with special guest, Beth. Welcome back. As Meredith mentioned, today we're setting some very important goals for the year ahead. Our 2020 television resolutions. <laughs> we got goals, y'all. <laughs> uh, better your health? No. <laughs> Make the world a better place? Mm-mm. Read a book a month? <laughs> <laughs> Surely you just. <laughs> TV, however, we're here for it. No, we have other goals, but these are just our TV resolutions. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, but before we get into that topic, let's talk about hot topics. Yes. What's uh, your hot topic? Um, so first off, and this is my only hot topic, and I'll get it out of the way because I know you have a lot, um, that Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were announced to host the Golden Globes next year. And oh, thank goodness. Back where they belong. Um, good riddance to old... Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Um, Beat it. We just give us what we want, which is Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Um, and I also noticed that the Oscars, again said they will not have a host this year and i just think i am not here for that yeah i agree you need someone to keep things going and you need someone who has a team of comedy writers writing your jokes mm-hmm. right Instead and perhaps of, someone who has improv experience on a show such as saturday night live yeah i just think when last year when they didn't have a host they expected just like regular old actors to have a sense of humor and guess what not everyone can do it <laughs> and guess what they don't <laughs> Um, so I was disappointed by by that, but thrilled about um, our girls, Tina and Amy, hosting next year. They're the best. They really are. Um, okay, Robin, tell us, what are your hot topics in television? Okay, so I know um, it might seem like a lot, but we're going to go through lightning round style. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Um, so it has been a while since we um, have spent some time together, you and I, recorded. Yes. Um, and so I just wanted to make mention of um, President Obama's um, What He Watched list. Yeah. If you're not familiar, um, he puts out a book list and a movie list every year. Oh, and music. Yes. Books, movies, music. And I just live for it. If I have read something that's on his book list, I just chalk that up as like the win (laughs) of the year. Um, And um, this year he included some TV shows on his movie list. And I know some people were kind of grumbling that he felt the need to put like a caveat on it of like, um, here were some TV shows shows that move me like a movie. And it was a little like, you know, you can watch TV just for the sake of watching TV, but whatever. I will not quibble with. Don't we know that? with uh, my president um <laughs> anyway um but one of the shows he mentioned was fleabag yes um we are contractually obli- obligated to mention the show fleabag at least once an episode <laughs> um but so if you watch the golden globes bringing it full circle um when phoebe Waller-Bridge got up to accept her award or her golden globe during her acceptance speech she made mention of obama's list yes cheeky cheeky phoebe um (laughs) and just mentioned a particular scene which i'm sure you've heard about um if not do yourself a favor and look into it uh but uh i just i mean she does not care she gets away with bloody murder and i love it (laughs) and she has looked so good this entire award season yeah that suit Oh, and not everyone can pull off those bangs. I'm just no. going to tell you what. No. Well, not everybody can pull off a suit without anything under it. That's <laughs> all, I'll leave that there. 
Um, speaking of award season, uh, the Oscars were announced, and um, this is a TV podcast, not a movie podcast, so I don't really care to talk about the Oscars, but I will talk about my best friend, Issa Rae. Um, oh, gosh, I just adore her, and um, you may be aware that all of the Best Director nominations were for people with penises, and she was just not feeling it and I think a lot of us are kind of over it at this point and after she read the announcement or after they announced that category um when the nominations came out Issa Rae said congratulations to those men yeah. <laughs> and with just a face that would peel paint oh Issa I adore you yeah she delivered that line <laughs> Uh, I may have ordered a t-shirt that says congratulations to those men. (laughs) I'm real jazzed about it. Um, And I just saw a promo for the new season of her show and I'm so excited for it. So um, that's the Issa Rae report. Um, My other only other hot topics is um, everything that is coming out in the reboot category. Yes. Lord almighty, Meredith, we got 30-something. Yeah. Saved by the Bell. Yes. Party of Five. Yes. Um, and one special mention, um, this is not technically a TV show, but it's based on a TV show. Meredith, the nanny is coming to Broadway. I saw. He was working at a brand of shopping, <laughs> brushing, cleans. Um, Rachel Bloom, friend of the pod, um, and Fran Drescher, that's right. The original nanny are taking the nanny to Broadway. The nanny. I will be there opening <laughs> dang night. Join me, won't you? Oh, that's really good. And I I saw that you had this on here. So I was going to talk a little bit about Saved by the Bell because they just came out with some more details about it. Yes. And it's going to be AC and it, um, around AC Slater and Jesse Spano. Okay. They recently like um put on an instagram like mario lopez did or something about them at the max and it's gonna be them and i think it's gonna surround their kids at save or at save by the bell at bayside (laughs) and that's why zach will be the governor zach and kelly will make cameos we don't know to what extent they're gonna be on the show but they will be there i know they both have very busy schedules (laughs) (laughs) well uh the mark paul gossler goss is so he's in mixed dish right now Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. I'm sorry to defame Zach. <laughs> don't worry about MPG. He's doing all right. Um, well, that is very exciting. Um, has there been any word about whether or not Max of the Max will be there? I really want you to go and check out this Instagram post because Max is in it. Meredith, <laughs> I have to go. I'll be right back. BRB, gotta check Max Insta. Oh. Wow. So, needless to say, I'm excited about that. Meredith, you better be there for that first episode. We want a full report. But of course, it's on NBC's new streaming site <sighs> called Peacock. And I don't know if I'm here Everybody's for that. trying to get our money. I know. But as you'll know, as you'll hear... Disney Plus earned my money. So. Well, <laughs> I got to tell you, I think I was talking big talk about um, not being a cord cutter. And then there were some austerity measures put into place at my home. <laughs> and as much as I would tell you that I'm not a cord cutter, I'm one of those people that tapes the cords back together. <laughs> we're, we cut the cord. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> sorry to bring hot <laughs> topics down. Um, in, other, in a lighter note, um, I am looking forward to a show I saw um, an ad for, actually scrolling through social media, called Everything is Gonna Be Alright. Yep. It's um, my dude from Please Like Me, um, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. If you have not seen that, please seek it out. And the preview for Everything is Gonna Be Alright 
had me in stitches. So I will be checking that out. Um, and if I could put in a plug yes, or please. a cameo, um, I was recently asked to um, be a guest on a podcast called Aging Hipster. Ooh. Um, so I'll be sure to um, share that info when the episode goes live, but I was there to do a movie rewatch, um, and they are spending the month of January rewatching rom-coms, and um, I rewatched Singles. Okay. And talked about it with the Aging Hipster crew. So All right. That's that. Make Meredith. sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. To Facey Space, <laughs> Tweety Pages, all of the places. Follow us. To find out when that comes out. Yeah. Uh, Meredith? Yes. You mentioned Disney+. Plus. Oh, boy. What you been watching? Um, well, I've been watching a lot of Disney plus <laughs> and I know that you, we have some shows in common, so I might start there. I can't wait with high school musical, the musical, the series. I mean, I mean, this is a show that I probably should have said what my kids are watching, but no, I a hundred percent watched it by myself. Okay. I just have to say, I think your kids would love it. Yeah. And, uh, my little guy who is not a big fan like i felt like this was our first transition into watching something with like teens and youths and you know <laughs> smooching usually he's like oh gross bar anytime there's kissing but now he was like oh wait are they together is she with him anyway um tell me your thoughts on high school musical the musical the series which is so fun to say well speaking of the teens you know how i watch riverdale and then i'm worried about the teens and what they're watching this is a show that i'm not worried about the teens it gives me hope for them teens um speaking of riverdale real quick yeah. ricky is like archie yeah. light yeah big time knockoff for sure um uh, has great one-liners the whole show is just like yep. a bunch of one-liners did you have an appointment yeah <laughs> um i really honest to goodness thought kristen chenoweth was in this show you thought miss jen was kristen chenoweth. yeah not <laughs> when i started it as soon as i started i'm like why did i think it was kristen chenoweth and to be fair, they both played Glenda in... Did um, they? Yeah, in Ooh. Wicked. So they have a similar register. Um, yeah. But... And look. Yeah. But for some reason, I thought it was her. And I think I may have told a few people that Kristen Chenoweth <laughs> was in High School Musical, the musical, the series. And I'm sorry, um, but it is, I think, Kristen Chenoweth light, to use your term. Yeah. Um, Whatever it takes to get people to watch, tell them Beyonce's on it. It's fine. I really liked it. I was really worried that it would be a bunch of kids breaking out in a song when it didn't really make sense. Yeah. And it's not that. Like, typically, the songs, like, fit into mm -hmm. the show. I like that they did that. I thought all the teens were really cute. My favorite was Carlos. I do love Carlos. And my favorite line is when he runs into Ricky um, in the library and Ricky is playing the Zac Efron character. Um, and he runs into Ricky and says, if you're going to beat me up, I just want you to know my mom plays Bunko with the librarian and we will press charges. <laughs> the way he delivers that line is just perfection. And I laughed very hard. <laughs> My mom plays Bunko with the librarian and we will be pressing charges. Oh boy. He has some really great line deliveries. Um, I did love like all, I love the uh, Sebastian um, character and mm -hmm. his little love story, the two of them together. Like I love, love, loved all of that. Um, I have a small confession to make and that is I've never seen High School Musical, the original. It don't matter. It does not matter a lick. I <laughs> will say in trying to explain to my son like what they were doing, yeah. kind of just like as the premise of the show, he was yeah. like, what is happening here? But it does not matter. 
Um, but oh, we might be revisiting Disney Plus to watch High School Musical to kill a rainy afternoon. Uh, yeah, it, it just added to things you can watch. Um, the next show on Disney Plus that I watched yes. and I absolutely loved was Encore. Meredith, that's on my watch list. <laughs> I have tried to explain the show many times to people and every time I have fumbled through it. So I went on <laughs> Disney Plus just so I could say that Encore brings this is exactly this is the description from Disney Plus. Encore brings together former castmates of a high school musical, tasking them with recreating their original performance in a high school reunion like no other. So it, these are like people who are farther away from high school, right? They're like yeah. grown so up people. I think like the the most the closest to high school was like ten years. Okay. Maybe Ooh, it was like I love it or like twelve years. It was like two thousand seven. But we had like people who are away from high school for thirty years. Like it was oh. they and they do all all the musicals they show are like um, familiar. Yeah. Even, Annie. Yeah. Even to like the layman, um, um, Oklahoma Annie get your gun Pippin. There's just like a lot that you would probably recognize. Um, Greece. Oh, it's as cringy as I expected, Ooh. but like in the best way. Um, are I there think, showmances? Um, not so much, but there are like revisit of Ugh. showmances. So other, you'll have people talking about, like oh you know we were high school sweethearts or we were oh. dating and we haven't seen each other ever since or he broke up with me and it still really hurts and almost all of these people are like currently married oh, and so man. watching them talk about it and get emotional and like confront each other i can't wait it is the best and i just think like what are your spouses thinking about you crying over this high school boyfriend that you are now like having to kiss on stage and um, who cares? Tell us more. I, I loved it. You know, some people are trying to bring old the old dynamics back. Like, oh, I was the cool kid who came in and had all the numbers. For the most part, they had everyone play their original part. Okay. Um, sometimes they had to switch things around because they didn't have the original cast mem. You know, cast members. Okay. But there was one girl. I'm so excited for you to find out which one she is. Yes. Shows up and says, I don't want to play my part. I want to audition for the role of oh. the leading role. Um, and is really uncomfortable. And I loved it. Oh, <laughs> I am so excited to watch the show. Oh, people people are taking this so seriously. But one, one nice part about it is you see the relationship between the drama teachers and the mm-hmm. students. These are like... Oftentimes people who like were in drama and they needed a role model and like a confidant and their drama teachers really play it. There's a, um, I think it was in Pippin. There's a relationship between the drama teacher and this guy named Carter and they had just like a really special moment. Mm. Um, and, Teachers uh, make a dang difference, Meredith. Yeah. There's going to be a part, I'm going to warn you, in every episode, there's a group like therapy session, sort of, where oh they Lord. it's like this acting, um, I don't know, activity or whatever you want to call it. And they all have to sit in a room and close their eyes and imagine they're seeing their high school selves. Nope. And then telling them Mm-mm. a piece of advice they wish they had known. Nope. Can't make it. Yeah. You will have to <laughs> fast forward through that. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, That's amazing. I laughed and I cried and I think I just really, really loved it. So I hope you enjoy it. Would you watch it with kids? Yeah, I think it's definitely appropriate. Kid family friendly. Now that we're a musical family. Um, okay, do you want to tell us one show that you're watching before uh, I go deep into more Disney Plus? I would love to. Okay. Um, I just blew through a little show called Cheer oh, on yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. 
Meredith, this is a true Texas show. Um, I've heard multiple people say that the, um, well, we'll get there, but, um, I just love that the whole world is falling in love with it and it takes place like three hours from our fair town, um, just down the road in, uh, Corsicana, Texas. Um, so this show cheer is a Netflix docuseries and it follows a competitive cheer team at Navarro college in Corsicana. Um, the cheerleading is epic yes. and like crazy town USA. Like yeah. you could watch it just for the cheerleading, but the stuff that will shred your soul is the backstory on Oof. the kids. Yes. Oh, these kids come from some of the most intense backgrounds and parents and families and this coach, Coach Monica, uh, multiple people have said she is what you get if um, Coach Taylor and Tammy Taylor got merged into one person. Um, <laughs> like you could definitely see her delivering like a seething. Y'all have a good game now. Yeah. Um, when it means like die. Yes. Um, but man, I just wanted to get in my car, drive to Corsicana, pick these kids up, give them a big old hug and drive them to Sonic. Um, <laughs> oh, it's really good. And I, are you interested at all in watching this program? I am. I've heard wonderful things about it and um, I'm all in. I'm, it's on my list of things to watch. The like stuff they put their bodies through, like these mm. kids are actual athletes. And yeah. I don't know if you've ever watched like cheerleading on TV or like when it used to be on ESPN, yeah. but there's so much loud music playing. You kind of don't understand the intensity of the force with which these kids are flying through the air. Oh yeah. And when there's no background music and they're doing basket catches, yeah, you hear like skin on skin. Oh, and I'm it sure. Just, uh, the sound of the catches will haunt me forever. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. And that's cheer on Netflix. <laughs> Check it out. I recommend it to everybody. Oh, what else are you watching there? Okay, I'm going to give you my last Disney Plus patty. <laughs> my last bit on Disney Plus, and I know I've talked about The Mandalorian, but we finished it. We made it through all of the episodes, okay. and almost every time I watch it, I'm like, is this show good? I can't tell. <laughs> Is if this it's just good. a show that I'm watching or do I like it? <laughs> because the production value seems like a little well, I don't know, wanting. I don't know, you want oh. you want a little bit more. Really? Um But then I think about this guy Man the Mandalorian, Mando, um, is what people call him, and his just like stoic nature, and then you see him taking care of this like the cutest little creature yeah. and that that side that it brings out of him. Um, I feel like you develop a connection to these characters who are like all meant to be, I don't know, unfeeling, unemotional. There's mm -hmm. a guy, there's a, you like at the end, you're connected to this droid that was meant to kill people who was reprogrammed oh. to then take care of, um, baby Yoda or this guy named Quill, just very, maybe a little bit taciturn even, um he just like shows up and is loyal and dependable and this is like oh yeah this show is good okay. robin this show is good um i don't know it i like i said there's moments where i'm like is it really good but it also has really great cameos okay even though you don't know who most people are because they're in um full garb yeah okay and i'm very impressed my husband recognized jason sudeikis's voice oh. he was in like a stormtrooper-esque i don't know if they're actually considered stormtroopers in the uh, mandalorian i think so but um 
and he was talking. He was like, is that Jason Sudeikis? And it was. That's a good ear. It is a really good ear. So, I don't know. I actually think it was good and enjoyed it. Will you be there for season two? I will be there for season two. Okay. With all That's the little, a pretty with all good the compliment. little Yodas. So. <laughs> Baby Yoda. All right. Robin, what else? Um, so I started a show that I really liked and another one that I would like to highly recommend, which is Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Yes. I watched the first episode too. Did you sob hysterically or was it just me? Um, at the ending. Oh, yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. So let's back up a little bit. Um, the show is about a woman working in tech, um, who essentially can read people's thoughts in the form of songs that they sing. Yes. Um, out loud just to her as part of these large musical productions. Yeah. Again, that only she can see. Um, I wanted to watch it cause I figured it would scratch my crazy ex-girlfriend slash glee itch. Yeah. Um, and it did that. Um, but I did not expect it to affect me emotionally <laughs> like it did. Yeah. Um, I thought the show was so excellent and it had so many of our favorites. Yep. Lauren Graham, Check. uh, Peter, the brows Gallagher. Know him. Didn't know he could sing. Um, Jane Levy from Suburgatory. Who yes. I loved underrated I, show. And she did a great job in this episode. I oh loved, my gosh. I really yeah. No, her. I really liked her. Um, Skylar Aston, um, from pitch perfect and crazy ex-girlfriend. Mary Dang Steenburgen, Mary, yes. Mary Meredith. Um, I'm very excited to see where it goes. Me too. I, my only beef I think with the show is that she's hearing these people's thoughts, right? And yeah. they're, or like, and they're doing a full on musical number. And then at the end of it, she doesn't know what they actually said. Yeah. Right. Like it's like sometimes they're talking to her and then they bust out in a full on musical number and then she doesn't know how they said it. that part right there was a little confusing for me. Like the bridges between. Me, yeah. No. Me, I, the bridge between the song <clears throat> ending and like her having to con- have continue the conversation or just like walk away like in a daze. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I could see. Yeah. That being problematic. But I like I said, I thought it was really good. It was really interesting. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Okay. So, um, I'd heard some pretty glowing reviews. So I was pretty jazzed for it. May I go back to one quibble with cheer? Oh yes. Um, it Always. kind of reminded me a little bit of your comment about sitting in a quiet room and reflecting upon your high school self, which yes. again, I'm not here for. <laughs> um, there is a lot of, um, all right, circle up gang. And where the cheerleaders are like in the gym and they're ending for the night and they all stand together and hold pinkies or whatever. And yeah. anyone can say what's on their mind. Mm. You don't want a bunch of <laughs> junior college age kids standing around saying like, I mean, so many mixed metaphors. You got to leave it all on the field like a gas tank with an empty branch on the tree of life, man. Like there is a lot of that going on yes. on almost every episode. So that is my one quibble is that there was a little bit too much. I could have used about uh, less by half of the <laughs> everyone can hold on to the cheer stick and say their mind. Noted. Um, what else have you been watching? Okay. So this is the last show that I have and I'm almost embarrassed to talk about it. Oh, don't be. This is a safe space. <laughs> the, um, this is a show that I heard a lot about. Yes. People would be like, oh, I heard, just finished watching this show, this show, this show. It's called The Circle. The number of times I've heard The Circle in the last couple of weeks is a lot. And so I finally checked it out. It's on Netflix and I hated it at first. The first three quarters of the first episode, 
did not love at all. But the last quarter got me hooked. (laughs) (laughs) Meredith, I too hate it and I can't stop watching it. (laughs) Yes, it is straight garbage. And I don't think I can bring myself to recommend it to anyone. But I'm watching to any it. human people with eyeballs. However, um, so you I'm will just take it away from me <laughs> when I'm dead. Like I said, it's on Netflix, and it's about eight people living in the same apartment complex, and they, it's a reality show. It's a reality show, yeah, and they can only communicate with each other through the circle, which is like its own um, social media network. It's a flat screen. Yes, and they can say, and but they can post pictures of themselves when the circle tells them to, but they can't do video. And so the whole point of this is to like stay alive because at the end of each day they can uh, block someone and they can kick them out. So they're like trying to get people on their side, but they don't know who actually is being a version of them or themselves or who is catfishing them. Right. Um, We know though. Yeah. So some people are being like their earnest selves. Um, I think Chris, Chris, Joey, Shuby, Shubam um, just are being earnest and responding exactly how they would in the real life. Like for better, for worse. They're not trying to put on any airs. And then there are other people who are playing a version themselves or they're playing someone else completely. That's right. Like literally like one guy is playing his girlfriend. Yeah. He put up a picture of his girlfriend and is pretending that he is his girlfriend interacting with everyone um and it really is i think it's like a cross between big brother which i've never seen but they're all like living in the same house right and i don't know um the end times yeah (laughs) it's a cross between uh yeah the Um, end of the world as we know it (laughs) the world is on fire and love island yeah um I love that they will talk to each other and then like someone will give the other person a compliment and they're like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm like, this is a show about trying to get people to like you. They are not telling you the truth. Right. Or, oh, I've got them right where I want them. I'm like, no, they're telling you exactly what you want to hear. But I will continue watching it. And I am on Team Shuby 100% also team should be here and i hate it so so much i'm gonna try and wean myself off of it and i will see you next week with a recap (laughs) (laughs) all right robin tell us i'm done with what i've been watching as if that was just a few shows (laughs) oh i am so proud of you meredith as always um i just have one little one-off that i wanted to recommend for Mm -hmm. everybody out there with hulu and that is a documentary called ask dr ruth about dr ruth all right um who is 91 years old now. Yeah. Um, and if you are not familiar with her work, first of all, what cave have you been living in? Um, but she is a 91 year old sex therapist and kind of just general personality. Um, I have to say the sex therapy part was like the least interesting bit. (laughs) She has led the most fascinating life. Um, she was born in Germany and at the age of nine or 10, I think was sent on a kinder transport to Switzerland. Oh man. Um, and she just talks about her life there. Excuse me. And you know what happened to her family at the hand of the hands of the Nazis. Um, and she grew up in an orphanage there and then later became a sniper in the Israeli underground army. Oh. She's like a crack shot. Dr. Beth. Dr. Ruth. Yeah. Dr. Beth. Um, <laughs> Dr. Ruth. Um, and then 
you know, it gets into, of course, kind of like her frank sex talks with America, um, which again, were like the 10th most interesting thing she had going <laughs> on. Um, and that was pretty darn interesting. Um, but even at the time, like in the 80s, kind of like during her heyday, yeah. the stuff that she was saying was so revolutionary and her ability to like speak openly about sex and sexuality and problems in the bedroom and like the AIDS crisis. And she just was so smart and so ahead of her time. And I, I started it on an airplane, actually. And I said, I'm going to give this five minutes. And if it doesn't grab me, I'm going to turn it off and read. (laughs) Um, And, you know, like 90 whatever minutes later, I'm just sitting there like drooling on myself. Like I couldn't believe I I watched the whole thing. Um, So anyway, ask Dr. Ruth. Check it out. Yeah. On Hulu. Well, Robin, we watched quite a bit of quite a bit of TV since Mm -hmm. the last time (laughs) we talked. Making 2020 great. So next we'll have a conversation with Beth about our 2020 TV goals and resolutions. Resolved. All right. A big My TV family welcome to our guest, Beth. Beth, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hi, Beth. Hi. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> um, we are so excited to have you. Um, I thought that we could give folks just a little bit of history about how um, we came to know you, Beth. Um, so Beth and I met through our mutual friend, Lauren, who is the best. Hi, Lauren. Um, (laughs) and just like continued to kind of like bounce into each other in Philly and beyond. Um, and I feel like you and I kept connecting and reconnecting over pop culture throughout the years. Yes, Um, definitely. (laughs) Would you say that you are a pop culture junkie, Beth? Um, yes, I think that's an accurate statement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, one of my favorite Beth facts is that every year you do an Oscar pool and it's not like the typical Oscar pool that you might think of or that you might have at your office where you guess who the winner is going to be, but you get points for seeing movies. I love an Oscar pool where you get, um, rewarded for consuming content. (laughs) (laughs) Can you talk about like, what gave you the idea to do this? Like, what is it all about? Tell us about your Oscar pool domination. So about maybe about 10 years ago, I think I kind of decided that I wanted to just see um, all the like as many Oscar nominated movies as I could during the award season. And um, our friend Lauren, who is not really used to, I guess, um, is not really as much of a pop culture junkie as we are. No, um, she has many things, and I love her so much. But she's she, awesome, but yes. Name a te- like I'll say, Lauren. Have you ever heard of Nine Hundred Two and And she's like, No, what is that? Tell me more. <laughs> she's also like IQ off the charts, like oh, a yeah. genius so level smart. <laughs> which you know explains a lot. I have a, a PhD in Nine Hundred Two and O, uh, and she actually has a PhD. So. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, so she decided that she wanted to see the movies as well. So it was kind of her goal to see as many as she could. And I then, so she did pretty well that first year. You know, I was very proud of her. <laughs> and the, I think maybe about the following year, I actually moved. And she's like, oh, no, like, I'm not going to have like a movie buddy to go see all these movies with. So I created a spreadsheet so that um, her and I could track what we were watching. And then I think it kind of morphed into like a couple more people like wanting to do this. And so everyone just kept on getting added to the spreadsheet so that they too could mark off all the Oscar nominated movies. Um, And then, um, yeah, it just kind of then 
like we got points. Like it, it was just something yeah, that like it grew into definitely, like. Definitely like evolved from a cute little spreadsheet that you and Lauren had to see. Right. <laughs> to like a full on contest. And I've like changed up the point system each year. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's kind of, it's very motivating and I get to see a lot of movies, you know, that you wouldn't normally get to see. So. Yeah, for sure. And I have enjoyed participating in it over yes. the past couple of years. <laughs> it is intense. And so after the Oscar, so you send out the list of like movies that are in the hunt. And then right. after the Oscar noms come out, everything gets weighted for points. And I'm just going to tell you right here and right now, my TV family listeners, I am not seeing the Joker. Oh, come on, Robin. I, I don't care. It's not happening. It's, there is so, it's really good. Beth. <laughs> is really it really good? It's, I, I think it's really good. I was well, actually it's surprised by how much points, I liked it. But I can't do it. Not even for 11 points. <laughs> I'll rewatch uh, The Grouch um, from SNL, the takeoff yes. on the oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a really good intro into our topic because you talk about like setting goals for watching pop culture. Um, but before we get into that topic, we always want to ask our guests what you're watching. So Beth, do you want to share with us what you're watching? Um, sure. So right now, I would say a couple of network shows. Um, I am watching the final season of The Good Place. Yes. Um, oh. yeah. Are you an Eleanor and Chidi shipper? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you not? I mean, I am 100%. Uh, all right. And in this most in the very first episode back, um, have you have you watched that one? The most recent? Uh, Yes, yes. You're mm-hmm. all caught up. Okay. Yeah. Yes. They just had a really nice moment and I was mm-hmm. so happy. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, like, I think they're a nice couple and there's complete opposites and I, like, I definitely root for them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Robin's <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, network show that I'm watching, um, it's uh, one of my favorites from the fall season and that is Prodigal Son. And people yeah. really like that show. Can you give us like the rundown on the premise? Sure. Um, yeah, it's about a criminal psychologist who helps solve crimes um, and is really good at it, mostly because his dad is a serial killer. <gasps> and so it Ooh-kay! starts out, <laughs> yeah, it starts out Michael Sheen, like Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, Bellamy Young uh, from Scandal. So, yeah, That's a lot I mean, of good yeah, people. yeah. She, yeah, it is. It's a good cast. Um, it's kind of fun to watch. They solve like crimes within like mostly an episode, and then you know there's the ongoing serial killer father. That's um, you know, he's on. So it's 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 a good show. It's easy to watch. So I recommend I it. I do like Michael Sheen. He's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, he, he is right. Yeah, he kind of he makes it very watchable. So um, mm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I will should I say I tried to watch it, and then within like the first five minutes, there were like body parts in jars or something, and I was like, oh, maybe <laughs> like, not for me. <laughs> Maybe not for me, even though the show was recommended to me because someone said they loved it. But I am just—I'll see myself out. I'm pretty squeamish. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not in jars. Uh, I love well, that you have network TV on your list because well I do and I think it's important because I do, I want to support network TV you mm-hmm. know that was what we originally you know used to watch and I feel like a lot of people now just have like you know streaming and they're not really like supporting it so you know I'm with you Beth I love network TV <laughs> good <laughs> um so complete opposite of a serial killer show um a reality yes. show <laughs> yes. reality shows I'm watching um so the Vanderpump Rules just came back. 
has some uh, new cast members, mostly because, you know, the old ones are, like, getting married and moving to the suburbs. Okay. Um, and, um, again, I'm going to ask for a premise review on this show. I know it's probably not plot-heavy, but give us, like, the setup for Vanderpump. For Vanderpump Rules? It's in, like, season seven now. Um, but... <laughs> But so it's actually uh, Lisa Vanderpump, who is originally of Real Housewives of Beverly okay. Hills. Yes. Um, she has a few restaurants in West Hollywood. And this was a spinoff. And this uh, this uh, started the I guess the cat like the cast is the servers and, you know, um, like bartenders of her one uh, restaurant, sir. Okay. And uh, so it's their lives, you know, they're like crazy 20 somethings that are, you know, going around drinking, hooking up with each other. Oh, it's... I waited tables. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of my favorite reality shows. And I'm not even that much of a reality show junkie, but I, yeah, I love it. I've loved it every like season. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So, okay. yeah, I, I recommend really it if you good... want to. Really good things about Vanderpump Rules. I know a lot of people who love it. And I love one thing I love about it is that for the longest time, they tried to like live all in the same apartment still as if they were still just like working at this restaurant. Exactly. They were not that up. They have given that up now as they've all bought houses. So they're all and they're all like right next to each other in the same neighborhoods. Yeah, I feel like that's the only way you can make it work is I've I've heard someone ask, like, do you think production said like we will help pay for some of your house? If you all get it in the same neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Probably very true. <laughs> Ooh, we'd love um, your reality streak, Beth. Tell us. Yeah. More. Yeah. Another one is a uh, very Cavallari. It's um, so good. <laughs> I love, I love Chris and Cavallari and Jake. I do too. And, I don't want know, to, but I can't. Help I know. It. I know. I, I, I never thought I was not that much of a Laguna beach fan. Um, I kind of, I tried not to watch it. Um, and I kind of thought she was like, I didn't really love her at the beginning. And now I really do. I do. And I actually kind of like respect her. She's, she's kind of made a lot, like her store is doing really well. So is it really um, good for her? Yeah. Uh huh. You got herself a football player. Don't worry about her. She landed on her feet. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like anything at clip I've seen of him though, is like, he's such a dud. (laughs) He's cute. I don't That's know what's going role. on upstairs, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's a QB, so he's got to have some brains. He is, yeah. He, he plays a good part in the in the series, though. Okay. Um, and then the last reality show I'm watching is The Bachelor, and that oh, is after it is. <laughs> I actually took a five year break on that. Um, the reason I'm actually coming back to watch it is that oh, we have an office pool going on, and. <laughs> <laughs> I smell so, a theme in your life. I, I know it's, it's all about pools. <laughs> My entire life is like pools. I am actually not running this one, but um, I am participating, and therefore I feel like I have to watch the show. So um, it's just kind of fun. It's mindless. It's great to have in the background. It's ridiculous, and it's just kind of fun to watch. So. Okay, I was wondering why you took a five-year break, but that makes a ton of sense. <laughs> <And> now it's. <laughs> I've seen this guy. Are we really supposed to be like losing our mind over this? I guy? I actually think he's very sweet. Meredith, what do you think? Um, I'm not. I'm here nor there on Peter. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like 
He's just he he does remind me of like a Ben Higgins. Maybe I don't know if you saw Ben Higgins. If that was more than mm-hmm. five years or less than five years ago, I know all about that. Yeah, I know oh, Ben okay. Higgins. I, I I like him better than Ben. I do like okay. him better than Ben. Okay, yeah, he's fine. I was really into the clip that went around about the girl who drank the champagne and it went straight up her face. <laughs> that I'm I watched The Bachelor for those moments. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture. Someone was saying that this guy was kind of like a C minus just in like the uh, looks and charisma department. And I saw a picture of maybe the Australian bachelor or the South African bachelor or someone that was a bachelor. Yeah. Australia, they breed the bachelors. (laughs) It's been decided. They can breed all the bachelors from here on out. Um, Okay. Other than reality television, Um... anything else on your list of what you're watching? Yeah, so there's a couple of newer shows, I guess. Okay. Um, so one is The Outsider, um, and it's only about two episodes in, okay. and it's on HBO. And it is actually, it's based on a Stephen King novel, um, and it stars, oh, no. uh, stars uh, <laughs> you know, it's weird. Sometimes I like them, sometimes I don't. Um, in this case, I'm going to try to, I'm, I'm giving it a chance. Um, it stars Jason Bateman and Ben Mendelsohn, um, and it's. I like both of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, it's kind of, it's a supernatural mystery, and it's about um, an investigation into the murder of a young boy. So (laughs) it it is a little gruesome, um, (laughs) but it seems interesting. And like, you know, like you said, it's a good cast, so give it a shot. Keep us posted on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the last one I'm watching is... It is um, called Spinning Out, and oh, it is yes. a web series uh, drama that it's now on. Um, it's now on Netflix. Yep. And I've heard of is... it. People are hate watching it all over. <laughs> yep. And yeah, it's about an ice skater um, who like suffered a serious injury and then you know is offered the chance to restart her career as a para skater um, with a bad boy. I um, saw that movie when yeah. it was called The Cutting Edge. I exactly. That. I was just about to say. I was like. I was like, it's like a combination of like the cutting edge and ice castles. You guys ever Whoa. saw that? <laughs> you <laughs> have my it, attention. <laughs> except that it's just not that good. It's not as <laughs> remotely as good as those two. See, um, I want I want a show like that to be really good. Like people would watch that. People would I, watch that as a great show. It 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 had the potential, but it just it doesn't have like the writing or really the acting. So I don't know. <laughs> Other I, than I, the writing and the acting, though, <laughs> I mean, the cinematography and the score. Okay. It's really cool to watch. It's really cool to watch the ice skating. Yeah. So I mean, that's really that's really the only way that I really recommend this is if you're into ice skating, like I am, you know. So okay. it's like, yeah. Otherwise, you're just gonna roll your eyes a lot. So. <laughs> So that's what I'm um, watching. <laughs> I love talking to somebody I know who watched it. I've seen like a lot of uh, um, kind of hate for it on Twitter and things like that. But I like getting it from someone who's actually watched it. So thank you. Yep. <laughs> you are welcome. Um, okay. Thank you for sharing that watch list. I knew sure. you would bring the quality. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, I liked it there. Like we were up. We were down. We were at HBO. We were back to the reality shows. It was great. Um, okay. So for our topic of the day, we are talking about 2020 watching goals, our television resolutions. Beth, would you like to start us off with what you are resolving to do more of or less of in 2020? Um, Yes, sure. So I have a few TV goals. Um, 
I love yeah. it already. Go on. <laughs> so um, one of mine, I, I kind of feels like probably the same as what a lot of people talk about. And that is to stop watching shows that I don't care that much about. Um, I was, yeah, seriously. So I, like, I was looking at my TV show list, which I do have one. Um, of course you do. <laughs> um, like earlier this week. And there's just a few that like, they don't get me excited. So like I to just, give us like, an example. So, um, there is one show that is coming up. Um, it started last year and it is called kidding and it was with Jim Carrey. Um, it's like, Oh yeah. Greer, um, yeah. So it's like, it was like a dark comedy. Um, it was decent, but it's on my list like to watch and I'm really just not that excited for it. Um, so it is, it is getting the ax on that. So, um, that's called it, self care, Beth. Yeah. That's 2020 <laughs> coming in hot for Beth. <laughs> Sorry, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I yeah. The Sonic, the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I mean, I, I find that like when I do that though, like when I find when I actually pull the plug on shows, I don't actually like really miss them. Like I haven't cared about Grey's Anatomy in eight years. Um, Ooh, no. that, cu- that cuts deep. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, like it doesn't. I, I just don't care that much. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. the last season of Modern Family. I yeah. don't really care about that either. No, um, I pulled the plug on that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had enough sense to, like, you know, stop watching, like, Homeland, like, four oh. years ago. Um, Did I you know that is still a show that exists on television in the lore, in the year of our Lord 2020? <laughs> I just thought it is, that, that was coming back. It's know. so <laughs> ridiculous. Like, now, I mean, I, I would say that that's a show I need to cut, but it's the final season, so I'm just going to watch it. I mean, uh, I watch, like, okay. eight other seasons. But, yeah, um, I was going to yeah, ask, I mean, I, like, how do you know when it's time to pull the plug? That's a good question. I think it's really it's on Hulu. (laughs) Yeah, like like if you just are not excited for it and you you find that you're like dreading it or not paying attention to it in any way, um, and yeah, I just think that like that's, I mean, if you're not enjoying it, there's so much TV content out there right now and so much amazing like shows to watch that you shouldn't waste your time watching something that you just don't enjoy. Ooh, best. You sound yeah, dirty hair. Then yeah. Okay, that's great. So goal number one, stop watching things you don't like. Uh, what else you got? So there is, um, so I have, um, in addition to my current TV list, um, I have a list of shows that I would like to watch at like some point in my life. Um, and Beth, these are shows I adore that- you. That's amazing. If you don't have like, a list on your phone of stuff that you want to watch, like aspirational TV, <laughs> we might not be able to be <laughs> I think everyone should have a list, you know? <laughs> yeah. So what are uh, your aspirational TV shows? Okay. So there are, so there's a few of them, but um, I've narrowed it down to two shows that I want to get through this year. Okay. Um, so the first one, um, it might be like a little bit like surprising only because, you know, I consider myself a big TV fan, but yes. I have not seen the show um, and people love it. And that show is The Wire. Ooh. And Beth. I don't, I don't. It's weird that I've never seen it. Um, it and it's weird that you've never seen it. You're an East Coast gal. It has mm-hmm. my all-time lover, Stringer Bell, in it, as portrayed by the Idris Elba. I mean, this is like peak Idris Elba. He's a drug dealer, <laughs> and he's going to college. It, 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 it is pretty I mean, hot. If that yeah, doesn't describe hot. my ideal man. <laughs> you know what? I, I actually don't like Well, I don't love Dominic West. So I mean, maybe that you was don't the like him. I, I don't like him now. Is that the guy from 
He's from the affair too. He's McNulty. He's the guy. Um, I don't know. He might grow on you. You get to see his naked butt a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, so he. I mean, I don't know. So um, it's just not something I ever watched. So it is on. So I am gonna get through that this year. Um, We are gonna hold you to that. We we will be be your accountability buddies. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, that's very Um, exciting. And there's how many seasons of that? Four or five? It is how many? Hold on, I have. I actually think I have the list. Um, it is. Oh man, this is good I know. stuff. Well, it's sixty episodes. Okay. Yeah, and each so, one of the seasons deals with some institution in the city of Baltimore. And like I said, mm-hmm. I think for like an East Coast gal, you're gonna like really get a lot of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for it. So <laughs> yes, I will report back once I watch. <laughs> we'll have a check in. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then there is another show. And so this is actually a show that probably wouldn't have made my list this year, but it just got pushed up. Um, and that show is 30 something. Oh, and, I love that show. <laughs> so it was on, uh, like it was on in the late eighties, early nineties on ABC. Yep. Uh, and it centered around like a group of friends in Philadelphia. In Philly. Um, that, oh. Yes. <laughs> we love Philly. Um, that were, 30 something and it's just about their lives and their friendships um my mom watched it and like I always knew about my it my mom it watched was. it too <laughs> and so did you yeah did you watch it with your mom is that like how yeah, you kind of got think into it it was like probably a little mature but I remember it being on reruns on like Lifetime or something yeah. like that and then I just mm-hmm. watched the crap out of it oh so good yeah, like, I mean, I yeah, like, I'm, I've am i always wanted to watch it, but it was just kind of hanging out on my list. Um, but I think, but what got it pushed above the other shows is that a couple of weeks ago, it was announced that there is going to be a 30-something sequel slash, uh, mm-hmm. like, reboot um, in the works. And they're, with the original I think just, cast, right? It's with the original cast, yeah. So mm-hmm. they're just filming the pilot, um, but, yeah, the original cast is set to, like, reprise their roles, and it's going to center around their kids who were, like, you know, like younger at the time, and they're probably like thirty something now. So, oh uh, man, yeah. So, so I was like, well, you know what? I better get through the original if I'm gonna get through. You know, I'm gonna watch the sequel. So, Beth, I appreciate the thought that you put into this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I you know, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just say, I look, I take my TV watching very seriously. Oh, so. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's why you're a great guest for this. But what I like is that you can achieve both of your resolutions. And then if um, you choose to stop watching The Wire or 30-something, you're also <laughs> keeping your first resolutions of stop watching shows you don't like. So, like, it I is a win either way. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yes. Um, so, would you – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nope. I was just going to say those are my goals. So I love it. Thank you for sharing those. And again, thank you for putting the appropriate amount of thought and effort into. (laughs) You're very welcome. Um, Meredith, what do you have as far as 2020 goals for TV? Well, that's going to be a hard act to follow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Being outshined by our guest, but I'm going to do my best here. Um, so one of the first, my first goals is to be more intentional on who I support. Ooh. Um, you know, just like in light of the Golden Globes and the Oscars, we hear about all the awards and like all the people who are not being rewarded for their effort. You um, mean the white men? <laughs> how they're like never represented and never get anything. Um, so there's a few shows that I'm, I want to start watching. Um, one, I know a, a couple of these Robin will be excited about. Yes. Um, one is Broad City. Oh, I've never, yay. 
I've never seen Broad City and it's just two women, you know, creating this show. And so I like, I like the idea of that. I'm going to su- be more intentional about supporting them. Oh, I love that. Bra- Beth, are you a Broad City girl? I am a Broad City girl. Oh, yes, we're it's a great and show. And it's... One, one. Oh, I'm excited for you. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I want to get back into Atlanta. <gasps> Ooh, Teddy Perkins. That's on my list. I have not seen that yet. Oh, you got a top list that mm-hmm. it is must jam. Um, there's so there's a few I've seen a few episodes and I really liked them. It got a little maybe a little heavy for me at times, and so I stopped. But I think I'm in the spot where I can go back, and I would like to um support Atlanta. Ooh. And then Robin's gonna be very excited about this last one <laughs> because these are people who I know put a lot of effort into their show, and I know um um I know that. Um, Rachel Bloom is kind of at the head of this, but I want to get back to watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Did you start watching it? I watched a few episodes oh, and I didn't I, know it was that. not for me. Oh, it's extremely for me. Um, and I want to go back to that. And I've been watching a lot of musical shows. Yes. Um, we talked about me watching High School Musical the Musical and Encore on Disney+. Plus. So I feel like I'm it, it's just primed me to get back into like a musical show. Oh, Beth, did you watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? So I did not. I, and I thought I did not want to watch it, but there have been numerous people who have told me that I would enjoy it. So it I might be with you, Meredith. Awesome. Oh, maybe you guys can be watching buddies. That would be great. We can, <laughs> we can live tweet together. It is exactly, so, exactly. <laughs> it is so, so good. And um, I'm not trying to brag, but I did hang out with the creative forces behind that program not too long ago. And they were so inspirational and so amazing and so gracious. And I miss that show a ton. And I am excited that you guys get to experience um, hits like the first penis I saw for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> so my first goal is to be more intentional on who I support. The next, I love that Meredith. Yeah, that's a, that's a really nice goal. Yeah, and uh, we also started Rami, so I I just would like to support maybe more underrepresented um, communities or people who are not getting kind of their their fair share of the accolades. More cisgender, heterosexual, white men. <laughs> 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 Uh, my next resolution is to fill in some of my gaps of older television. So this goes along um, with your resolutions, Beth. Um, and the the number one thing on my list is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <gasps> Can we watch that together in the daytime? Yes. In the bright lights. <laughs> that hands. is on. That is on my list as well. Actually, as one of the catch up shows. I've yeah, never seen it. I feel it. like it's such a pop culture touchstone. Yes. And I don't know. I am such a weenie. I know it's like cartoon ish violence, but. I'm afraid. Um, I was just recently wa- reading a book. What? Um, I'm sorry. Say that again slowly <laughs> so I can make sure I understood what you're talking about. Um, but it was about <laughs> television and it's a woman who reviews television. And she said like Buffy the Vampire Slayer was like the first time she watched television and realized this is like something you could analyze. And like Ooh. that was more hmm. than just junk television. Just like it was actually something you can think about. And it was Buffy that did it for her. And like you said, like a lot of television's writers focus on Buffy the Vampire Slayer as like hallmark yeah. television. And so um, I've never seen it. And so I think I I think it, I would like to go back and watch it. Oh, was that Emily Nussbaum's book? Yes. Oh, anyway, I might need to borrow that. <laughs> Moving on. What else is in your fill in the gap? 
Well, you know, I have some like question marks. I don't know if I want to do these, but I know I've never seen 24, which people reference a lot. And I don't know if I'm in I for would, it. I oh. don't think you need to do that. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> and so there, I have another resolution. This will be my final one and it's finish what I started. <laughs> You guys are at opposite ends of the same thing. I love it. (laughs) Several shows that I got like one season or two seasons in that I liked. And then for some reason or another, they kind of fell off. So I've talked about it before, but Queen Sugar on OWN is Mm -hmm. a great show. Okay. And I, for some reason, just fell off. So I would like to finish that or at least catch up because I think it's still going. I feel the same way about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, I'm like, Lord knows I tried, Meredith. <laughs> halfway I through tried. season two. I have. Keeps talking about it. Beth, are you a Maisel head? I have not actually. It's weird that I haven't watched it. It is weird I that I feel you like it is something it. I would like or yeah. like relate to. I don't know. Um, so I, yeah, like, I mean, it's a, it's like a Jewish woman who like, you know, it's something with the Catskill Mountains too. And like, I don't know. I'm Jewish. Meredith we went to the Costco Mountains. Like, you know. To do. I know. We should share. We should share Netflix accounts. Um. And, <laughs> and my last one is to catch up on Younger. I'm a. Oh, I'm a good. Oh, so good. Behind on that one. Meredith. I know. This feels like a deep dark confession. Yep. So that's Team Charles. <laughs> my my third and, and final resolution is to finish what I started in 2020. I love that. Best not finishing shit and Meredith is like <laughs> exactly. going down like crazy anatomy. I'm here to the bitter end. <laughs> that is true. I will I will watch that to the very last episode. But <laughs> um, Beth, do you watch Younger? Um, yes, I watch Younger, um, and I do love it, and yes, that is something I think um, everyone should be caught up on. Ooh, I would cool. say, are you going to ask me if I'm Team Charles or Josh? Well, I am. Are um, we, am I that predictable? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you Team you know, Charles or are you Team Charles? <laughs> I am Team Charles, yeah. but, but yeah. I do think that her and Josh have a great chemistry, and this last season, I was rooting for them a little bit I don't know no I, I think in the end Charles is what makes the most sense and that he is great and he's great for her so I am yes I think long. I am team Charles <laughs> um, Beth, I love that you said that because I've been saying that all along I love team I love Charles but the chemistry really is with Josh yeah. well the chemistry yeah. in the last season we talked about this like the two of them looked like they had never smushed mouths together like all of their kissing scenes were I mean if you could see me right now I am making little lips out of my fingers and trying to make them <laughs> together and it's not working I think um the actor I forget what his name is Nico something yeah he, totally yeah he man. could have chemistry with like a telephone pole like that kid just yeah. exudes charisma but anyway team Charles for life maybe it's just really good acting maybe that's what they're trying to portray mm-hmm. maybe. Oh. <laughs> you would you would know if you caught up maybe. <laughs> So, okay, Robin, tell us what your TV resolutions are for 2020. With pleasure, Meredith. Um, this one is a little scary. My first resolution is to watch more things that terrify me. <laughs> Not like David F's pumpkins terrifying me. <laughs> um, so there are so many shows out there, and I feel like I got massive FOMO at the end of 2019 with all the best of the year lists and all the best of the decade lists. Um, but there are so many shows out there 
that maybe have like a little bit of torture or a little bit of violence, but like otherwise they are just critically lauded and adored. Um, so I'm going to try, try, try to make it through Barry um, with my boyfriend, Bill Hader. Uh, we can talk about his dating situation mm. on the next <laughs> exciting episode. Go ahead, Summer. Um, so I definitely, so I started Barry actually, and I could see like they telegraphed a torture scene coming and I just fast forwarded right through it and covered my eyes and bloop ended up, it came out the other end. Um, and I really like it so far. Um, and I also want to watch the Americans, same thing. Um, it's just, you know, on so many lists and so, um, just supposed to be so wonderful. Um, and um, what I'm looking for out in the world, um, listeners, write in if you have any information on this, is someone to pre-watch these shows for me and tell me the actual minute and second that I need to fast forward from and to. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that website, Mr. Skin, where you can fast forward in movies to see celebs naked. It would tell you like exactly where like so-and-so takes her top off or you know, so-and-so gets naked in any given movie. Mm. Um, so I need that, but for violence. So there's a million dollar business idea out there for someone. <laughs> um, Mr. Skin, but for torture. Um, so that's number one. Yeah. Watch more things that are scary. Um, number two, somewhat related, watch more Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say I have really enjoyed watching um, stuff with my little dude. Like it is so nice to be able to watch like the whole Disney catalog and the new content and like, um, I don't know. I just want to get in there. I want to watch me some encore. Um, yeah, you do. And then, um, my last is to watch more stuff that is not in English. Oh, nice. Um, oh. so I really enjoyed, um, watching elite over the past couple of years, but, um, it doesn't have to be sexy teens behaving badly, Meredith. Um, <laughs> I really want to watch, um, Los Espookies. Um, I know it's supposed to be super weird and goofy and like the Fred Armisen meter is kind of going off a little bit there, but, yeah. um, I'm going to, again, try and watch more non-English language stuff. And just as one TV show goal, I'm going to try, try, try to get through Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. Um, that's so funny that you said that. That was actually something that I thought maybe I should watch Halt and Catch Fire. Maybe we should watch it together. Okay. Um, it was on I so many. I that. You didn't make it through? No, I didn't. No, I watched maybe like three or four episodes and I, yeah, I just couldn't do it. I don't know. I, 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 people love it. They think it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's really like people really enjoy it. So, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you'll have to let like me know what you think. It's supposed to be Mad Men for the 80s. And you know, my man Lee Pace is super sexy. Mm -hmm. I'm into um, my husband watched it and I would always just like hear glimpses of it. <laughs> Did you stand there and say, who's that guy? Is she with her? <laughs> Wait a second. I thought they weren't together. As a matter of fact, they did. <laughs> as is my right as a wife. <sighs> All right. Guys, I'm feeling very motivated. Uh, 2020 looks like a good year. It's going to be a good year for us, at least in the TV viewing department. And um, I promise that I will hold you guys accountable for your goals. Yes, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, thank you so, so much for joining us. Thank you for being here. Thank you again for the time and thought and effort that you put into your picks and your list. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much for having me. This was so much fun. All right. Thank you for listening. And a special thanks to our guest, Beth, for sharing her 2020 TV goals. And if you're interested, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at MyTVFamilyPod. Hey, here's a resolution. 
you should resolve to rate, review, and subscribe to my TV family. Bye. Bye.